Hey friends, you're listening to Self Love is Blind. I'm your host, Jillian, and I'm legally blind. Self Love is Blind is a podcast where we discuss all things self-love related. The challenges, the self-doubt that can get in the way, and suggestions on ways to overcome those challenges. So I'm not sure how long this episode's going to be because it's just me today and I decided it might be fun to do a kind of a circle back around and do a check-in and just give you guys an update on how things are going. I was going to ask Steph back to join me for this, but uh, unfortunately her grandmother passed away last week, so uh, I didn't want to ask her to do that right now. Uh, Sending all my love to you, Steph, and condolences to you and your family. So I've had a few personal conversations with some of you, and I've heard from a few of you that listening has helped helped you in some way, and I really can't tell you how much that fills my heart up with joy. I love hearing from you guys and knowing who's listening. It's super cool to watch the numbers grow and see the comments that you guys leave for me. That's why I thought it might be fun to share a couple of reviews that I've received on iTunes. A review from McPhee22. Love this podcast. Love this girl. She gives the necessary insight in a user-engaging way. Don't miss it. Ernst said, super engaging, could not stop listening. And Aubrey F. has said, love this podcast and the message behind. Keep up the great work, Jill. Thank you guys so much for commenting and leaving me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really means a lot to me and... It really helps the podcast. I also wanted to mention my favorite podcast. Actually, my first and favorite podcast. They recently shouted me out on the show. Uh, Turn Me On is the podcast. And they were looking for a new way to end their show. And I sent in a suggestion and... They've actually been using it, which is pretty cool. Um, But yeah, so when they started using the alternate end for the show, they said that the suggestion came from me, and they said uh, the name of the podcast, Self Love is Blind. So I thought that was a really cool thing. A little bit more recognition, and it's just awesome to be engaging with people I respect so much in the industry. I thought I'd give you guys an idea of what's to come. So in the next coming weeks, a sweet conversation lined up with a California surfing grandmother. But uh, spoiler alert, she doesn't look like a grandma. She looks 25. Uh, Another thing that will be something to look forward to is I have somebody coming to talk to me about childhood trauma in the Asian culture and how it's stigmatized and not talked about. 
I also have a conversation with one of my favorite local realtors that has an incredible smile that you won't want to miss out on her story. So stay tuned and you'll learn more about that in the upcoming weeks. Maybe send me some questions if you guys want to ask anything in particular about those subjects. Something else I wanted to share with you all was I have a interview coming up with a good friend of mine who works for AMI. Uh, so that is Accessible Media Inc. And my friend Laura, who I've known uh, since I was a kid, she works for them as a reporter and she wanted to do a story on the podcast. So I'll have more about that coming up. But I did want to talk a little bit about a video that Laura shared on her Facebook, but it was uh, something she did with AMI. So I wanted to talk about this because the disability community really means a lot to me. And a big part of what I want to do is help change society's idea that people with disabilities are less than whole people. I've mentioned before using differently abled instead of handicapped or disabled. I was reminded of that when I watched the video that Laura shared. It was about language around disabilities. Uh, I'll leave a link to that in the show notes in case you want to check it out for yourself. But I just found it super interesting that so many of the people in the video had different preferences for the language they'd wish to be used in regards to disabilities. It really made me consider how everyone really does have their own preferences and, you know, something I might like, uh, somebody else may dislike that term or be offended by it. I personally don't really get too offended by specific language that's used unless somebody's being malicious. A few examples that were given in the video of preferences that some people prefer and there were others that strongly disliked these specific terms. So just to give you an idea, some of the ones that were mentioned that people didn't like were special needs, disabled, living with a disability, physically challenged, handicapable. It's not just black and white, so I think as long as people are being kind and respectful and caring when they're speaking, I personally don't take offense unless it's meant in a harmful way. I seriously can't believe that this is my 10th episode. I'm beyond proud of myself and all the hard work that I've done. I've been kind of in a fog the last couple of weeks with everything going on with the third wave and trying to manage my anxiety in regards to that and trying to figure out what I was going to do for this episode since I didn't have anybody lined up and I hadn't done anything virtually yet. So uh, I'm testing that out tomorrow with an upcoming guest. So fingers crossed. I know a lot of people are feeling super exhausted and just stressed out with all that's going on. 
myself included, um, I had to dig real deep to um, get to this point where I was recording this episode because I'm just so exhausted. Uh, I'm doing fine, but I think everyone is just kind of feeling this collective stress and yeah, it's just, it's just tiring. And I think we're all kind of in the same boat. Nobody wants to Zoom anymore. Nobody wants to play Jackbox games over Zoom. And if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. You're, you're not going crazy. We're all feeling this way. So yeah, I'm just spending my time going for walks and trying to keep myself occupied. Not a whole lot of anything, but it just takes all the energy that I have to do these everyday tasks. And I think we're all just kind of at that point now where we're just ready for it to be over and we're in the home stretch and it's just really dragging on. So hang in there. The fact that there's still people out there arguing about the seriousness of the pandemic and this virus is totally ridiculous. And it makes me disappointed and sad to see that people are out there protesting the lockdowns and stating that they don't work when we've seen the proof that they work. And it's just, it's frustrating. And I know a lot of us are feeling frustrated I think majority of people really are doing what they need to do and following restrictions. And for the most part, people know what's going on and are taking things seriously. But the small handful of people who aren't serious, I think they're just super loud. And that makes them seem like there's more of them than there really is. But anyway... They're just loud and annoying. I know many people are back to working from home if they ever stopped working from home. And I just want to speak to you for a minute and say, um, I know it's tough and give a few principles to remind yourself every day that you're doing your best. So first one, you're not working from home. You are at home during a crisis, trying to work. Two, your personal, physical, mental, and emotional health is far more important than anything else right now. Three, you should not try to compensate for lost productivity by working longer hours. Four, you will be kind to yourself and not judge how you are coping based on how you see others coping. Five, you will be kind to others and not judge how they are coping based on how you are coping. Staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It means that on hard days, you know that there are better days to come. Continue considering who you want to be during this crisis. If you're in the fear zone, you're hoarding food and toilet paper and medicines you don't need. Complaining all the time transmitting anger and fear-related emotions to others, forwarding all messages to others. If you're in the learning zone, stop compulsively consuming things that harm me from food to news. 
Start letting go of things that are out of my control. Identify my emotions. Make myself aware of the situation and think about the best way to act. Verify information before sharing it. Acknowledge that everyone is trying their best, except for the protesters. (laughs) And the growth zone, which may not come right away. And it's okay if you don't do all of these things. These are literally just suggestions for coping. So if you're in the growth zone, you find a purpose, think about how you can help others, use my skills to service the ones in need, show empathy to yourself and others, live in the present and focus on the future, keep yourself emotionally happy and transmit hope, show gratefulness, find ways to adapt to change, practice calmness, patience, relationships, and creativity. I wear a mask in public, not for me, but for you. I want you to know that I am educated enough to know I could be asymptomatic and still give you the virus. No, I don't live in fear of the virus. I just want to be part of the solution, not the problem. I don't feel like the government is controlling me. I feel like I'm being a contributing adult to society. The world doesn't revolve around me. It's not about me all the time and my comfort. If we could all just live with other people's consideration in mind, this whole world would be in a much better place. Wearing a mask doesn't make me weak, scared, or stupid, or even controlled. It makes me considerate. No one is taking your freedoms away. You're still able to walk and talk and go about your life. Wearing a mask is not about controlling the people. If you're feeling any anxiety or just any COVID exhaustion, because it's real, um, here's some things that are really simple that you can just do wherever you are right now. Somatic self-compassion might look like hugging yourself tightly, dropping your shoulders, and unclenching your jaw. Nourishing your body with food you crave and enjoy. Processing and relaxing trapped emotional energy. Self-compassion is not just about the words we say to ourselves. It's how we hold and embody it that matters too. And that is a post from MSW Jake on Instagram. And if you need some suggestions for safe activities right now, Do a family game night or a Zoom game night with friends. Watching your favorite TV shows, video chatting, spring cleaning, read a book, listen to music or podcast, sit outside on your deck, take a walk or ride on your bike, yard work, playing outside, cooking, check on a friend. I personally started re-watching Lost because it was one of my favorite shows as a teenager If you know someone who you think might be struggling with their mental health, some powerful things that you could say would be, I hear you, I see you, and I'm here for you. I appreciate you trusting me with this part of you. Your experiences matter, especially to me. You are not and will never be a burden. This does not change the way I see you. You are so valued and so loved. Even if someone's not struggling with mental health, Say those things to them. People love hearing that stuff. And if you can make someone's day, why not do it? For me, that's self-love, making other people smile. 
And if you're having a really tough time right now, just remember that people talk about caterpillars becoming butterflies as though they just go into a cocoon, slap on some wings, and are good to go. Caterpillars have to dissolve into a disgusting pile of goo to become butterflies. So if you're a mess wrapped in blankets right now, keep going. And don't worry if all you did today was get up and move to the couch. Don't give up. There's always tomorrow and nothing is life-threatening. Those tasks can wait till tomorrow. Oh shit, I totally forgot. I was going to mention that I was going to recommend a movie if you're in the mood to keep up this pandemic theme. I learned a lot from watching the documentary on Prime Video, the documentary about the coronavirus called Totally Under Control, and it talked about the response from around the world and how America did in comparison to other countries. It goes into detail about where the USA went wrong and how South Korea took things seriously. In America, politics took over and there was pushback when it came to getting funding. And that's what delayed the response. The politicians just basically hoped that the virus would go away on its own. It was very clear that South Korea was able to manage and deal with things much better because they allowed the health experts and professionals to take the lead. I thought it was a really informative documentary and uh, kind of interesting to see. I know it's only been a year, but it's really interesting to see how things played out with the virus and other countries' responses, and I suggest checking it out. If you've ever found any value in the content that I share and you've found that it's helped you in any way or you think that somebody you may know might benefit from hearing the content, I would really love it if you could tell a friend about the show. It would also mean so much to me if you would head over to my Patreon and support the show. You can find that at patreon.com slash selfloveisblind, and you can get all kinds of cool perks with that subscription. Things like a Zoom hangout with me, or a Discord community where we discuss upcoming topics, and a bonus monthly episode from the host, me. If you haven't checked out my website yet, it's selfloveisblind.com. I designed the site myself and you can go to the contact page and there's a form that you can fill out to leave your comments. There's also another form where you can apply to be a future guest on the show. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at selfloveisblind. If you haven't already followed or subscribed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, hit that subscribe button and download, download, download. If you're going to leave me a rating on iTunes, make sure it's five stars. If not, send me an email, selfloveisblind at gmail.com, 
and tell me how I can change your mind. Self Love is Blind podcast is created, produced, sound designed by me, Jillian Gillis. Intro beat sounds by my friend Shane at Scotia Music. Logo design by Brandon Mosier. And website powered by Christopher Oxner. Thanks for listening to Self Love is Blind podcast. I'm your host, Jillian. Don't forget to be kind to yourself and... I'll see you next time. <laughs>